Coming at you live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios, John Reed, Cody McClure, Cameron Black, as we kick off this Monday edition of Talk Sports, the last Monday of February. Ooh. going to be honest, a little bit nervous. A little bit nervous, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're hitting to a time machine, seeing Cody flying down the hill, coming in with no <laughs> drinks, no coffee. I'm a little worried about what happened on your Sunday. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. It's good to be here. Good to be anywhere. <clears throat> I just uh, I slept in. Yeah. Slept in a little bit late. Yeah. Had a long night. Had a long night. It was a sober night. It was just a long night. So I'm uh, literally just waking up. Uh, okay. I woke up at eleven thirty-five. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it. very late I guess for where out, I live. I guess we found out how long it takes to get from your house to here. <laughs> Minus maybe two minutes. Did you brush your teeth? Yep. Yeah, I did brush my teeth. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I left the house at 1140. In so. the future, please note that if it comes down to being on time or being three minutes late to brush your teeth, always brush your teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Good to see you. Yep, good to be here. Good to be anywhere. Um Glad How you, you doing? I am a little frustrated, but all things considered, I am okay. It's one of the morning, I had to go to the try to do something with the car mm. at a place, and thought it was going to be a pretty short procedure. It was not. Therefore, I had to bail. I didn't even get what I was trying to get done accomplished. I was like, hey, I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. You didn't even have time to get it done. Yeah, I was like, I thought this was gonna be a little bit quicker, and then they're like, oh, you had something come up, blah blah blah. I was like, well, I gotta go. Just take the car down. Let's go. I like, I gotta get out of here. Got places I gotta go. So a bit of, a little frustrated from that, but all things considered, I am pretty content today. So were you just gonna drop it off and then? Or no, I thought I was just gonna be there in and out, like within like an hour. And, and it did an not hour happen. fifteen minutes in, we. I asked him, I was like, ah, we haven't even really gotten started on you. I was like, well, let's just go. I, got, I was like, I got to go. Oh, so you just sat there for an hour. Yeah, I was just chilling. That would be frustrating. I wasn't even that mad about it until, like, it got to, like, 10.55. And I was like, well, this isn't right. Like, what the hell's going on? Because I was like, I still got to try to grab lunch. Still got to get here for the show. And I asked. And then I was like, yeah, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. And then or we're getting close, close, close. And then I guess I've realized that getting close meant to getting started on me. And I was like, nope. I was like, I got to go. Yep. You gotta gotta have that responsibility, you know. The, you know when the show starts. Sometimes you gotta sacrifice things, such as not stopping at Starbucks. Correct. Yeah. See, that would have been about a twenty-minute thing, I'd imagine. Uh, what the? You stopping at Starbucks? It's not a twenty-minute thing, but it's. Uh, I've I've got it down to know exactly. If I leave the house at eleven thirty, I can stop at the Starbucks. Not eleven forty. If I leave at eleven forty, it's not gonna work. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I appreciate you prioritizing me and Cam over your caffeine fix. I, I do appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I'm just giving back a little money to Uber with my uh, Uber Eats fees I'll be paying. But they I, they paid me a lot of money over the weekend. Nice. So I'm, you know, do, giving... they, do they give you any type of discount as a driver? <laughs> Absolutely not. I feel like you should get like no. 10% off. As a no, 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 no. No, that would be... Uh, that would be a nice thing for them to do, but no. Yeah, I feel like they but should. That does not happen, but it was a good weekend. I hit my bonus and everything. Let's go. So uh, Turn up, King. That's part of why I was so late. 
Because um, you had to stay out last, last night. night. Yeah, I had to stay out last night. But it was worth it? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was the, – the money was fine. It's just dealing with these people. I, I, I'm, I'm about tired of dealing with these people. Oh, you were in that area again. Not those people. Other people. <laughs> there's there's a lot of different sectors of these people, you know. The thing that I think makes me the most mad is people telling me where to turn. Oh, so you where, don't like that? No, absolutely not. Like, telling me where to drive. Uh, look, if it's in your neighborhood and it's 20 minutes out of town, then I permit it. Then okay. it's like, you're just trying to help me out, okay, it's fine. Because I feel like... For instance, but, Cam, as many times as you come to the studio, mm-hmm. I imagine you've got a better idea sometimes of the best way to go. So do you give your drivers instructions or you just kind of sit back and say, like, yeah, the GPS will figure it out? I try not to, but a lot okay. of times like the GPS will be slow sometimes. And as it's hesitating, I'll be like, oh, well, you can just go that way. Gotcha. That will work. Like I'll say that, but I try to let them do it unless they ask me. Because I, I, I try to assume they know what they're doing. But well, more does the- not, you do see a lot of guys that, that don't know what they're doing. Well, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, if we're going down a street such as, I don't know, like, Gay Street, uh-huh, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> Cumberland. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you're you're going to want to turn right here. Oh, am I? You you know better than me. I drive down this street 15 oh, times a day. Oh, the only street we can I'm, turn on? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you yeah. know better than I do, sir. <laughs> Just dealing with these people. They had a Pokemon convention yesterday. I, I saw that. Oh, you, know, you did? That. I saw that. <laughs> I got. I took some guys from it uh, back to their mother's basements, <laughs> so that they could go home. Uh, the one guy I picked up. One guy. He said he was from Maine, and he came uh, just for the Pokemon convention. Yeah, he came down from you Maine. Shouldn't laugh. You shouldn't he, laugh. People he, have hobbies, bro. Yeah, I know. And uh, like not getting laid. And he said that he was gonna. Um, Fly back to Maine today, and I took him back to his hotel. And guess where he was staying? He was staying at this. Uh, it was the Fairfield Inn, which happens to be right behind the Red Lobster off Merchants. And so, as we pulled in, I said, "Oh, Red Lobster feels like home." Huh? <laughs> and he, and he, he was just like, "Huh?" And I said, "Ah, never mind, never mind." I'm glad you had a good time at the convention. Yeah. That's a pretty good joke. Yeah, I thought so, <laughs> too. He, not I that. All, yeah. he was just like, what do you mean? I said, oh, okay, yeah, never mind. I will say, I would I would assume that the Pokemon convention people aren't necessarily uh, the best at understanding comedy, though. <laughs> so I kind of no. like that might be on you. Yeah, probably. Probably on me. Speaking of comedy, though, Saturday. Yeah. How about that? How about it? We went to see Chris Rock. Got to say, it lived nice. up to the hype. That's what yeah. I heard. I, I ran really through a couple people that went to it, yeah. and they, they said it was it was really fun. I thought it was really good. A little surprised he didn't have an opener, so uh, I was in <laughs> I was in line getting booze and missed the first like three minutes of it. <laughs> Cody was sitting there too, did not get booze. He just wanted to diet coke and some M and M's, and I was like, <laughs> I think I just heard him come. He's like, no, no way. He's like, we would have heard the clap or something. But I was like, I swear I heard him say something along the lines of "What's up?" in his voice. I'm not gonna yeah. you know, redo his, try to imitate his voice. But I was like, I'm pretty sure that was him. Sure enough, as we're getting walked down. To the fifth row, great seats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just thanks to you. I was a little nervous that he was going to call us out for showing up. Oh, that, in the middle of that the would set. have been really cool. That would have been funny. <laughs> I want to say after I sat down, we did make direct eye contact. I don't know if you felt that. Oh, definitely. But he definitely. Like, looked right into our eyes after sitting down. Mm. We were fifth row. 
probably my bald head was shining off the lights too and, and then yeah plus then next me, to you yeah we, we probably stood out well, yeah. I, well i thought about that when we sat down like you could feel him look he definitely noticed us yeah and i felt it, bad about that but then a bunch of other people got shown down then i was kind of like you know what it's like eight twenty-two for a show that says it starts at eight so, like, yes, technically we're late, but I think any rational person would think there's no way he's going to be on the stage at 822. At least that's yeah. how I felt. So I kind of was like, well, a little bit on me, but also a little bit on you. Guy. Because, I mean, the line was backed up all the way down the street. Whatever street that is that comes up next to Clancy's, it was yeah. backed all the way down to that garage. It was a very long process to to get in. It was wrapped around the building, for sure. And the drink lines. I, I didn't want to go into a comedy show completely sober, so I was like, I'll grab a couple of drinks, and mm-hmm. that took forever. It was, it was a deal, but I thought it was very funny. I gave it a, a 9 out of 10. Nice. I, I thought it was, uh, I think, the best live show I've seen. Yeah, that's what I, I had told I, someone, too. And, um, I mean, there there were moments where I was crying, yeah. you know. The, the Not like the people was, behind us. The people behind us were having the time. That of their woman life. behind us was she kept. She was so annoying. She kept commenting on the things Everything. he was saying. She's like, mm-hmm, yep, I know that's right. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, that. She's like, he, then he made an abortion joke. She's like, nope, he's wrong for that one. Yeah, he's wrong he's for that wrong. one. She was like doing her own commentary yeah. on and his. Then her husband every now and then, her boyfriend or whoever would be like, mm-hmm, yep, <laughs> just kind of you was laughing and just kind of having to play back to his wife a little bit or whatever, just like, mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> Oh, he's a fool. He's a fool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was a little annoying, but yeah, very funny. I got chills a couple times just being like, being that close. I realize now that I don't think I've ever been that close to a legit, like, bona fide celebrity. Yeah. I mean, like, I was thinking about that too. I've been closer or basically the same seats for like a Jason Isbell concert, like in the center, like the very first row behind, like the, that from the, you know, like I guess what they call the pit, like where it's like the first five rows or whatever. Yeah. In the very first row behind that, but he's not really a celebrity. He, he ain't got that same. No, no, not, no, yeah. nowhere close. I'm just saying, I don't even really consider him a celebrity. Like, yeah. Like mean, Chris Rock's a superstar. Yeah. A legend. So like, yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool to be as close as we were to that. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, does, does he go out after the show? Or is like, he's the level of fame where in Knoxville he probably doesn't even want to go out. Like, anywhere he walks in, he's going to get bothered. So he's yeah. probably like, eh, whatever. Comedy's so cool to me because I remember seeing different shows, like, seeing different acts, different guys. And, and I always think, okay, there there's levels to this. That's the thing I always think. Because you can see one guy, it's like, oh, he's pretty funny. That's good. And then you see, like, the headliner. And it's like, oh, okay, this is a different level. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've i seen some really good ones. And then you see Chris Rock, and it's like, oh, this is borderline goat level. Yeah. This yeah. is, like, as good as, you know, Ron White and Segura and David Tell. I've, the good ones that I've seen, I thought Chris Rock was just, like, a level higher that you could just tell – I mean, he, he's... It, it, there was a best. moment, too, where you're just like, this guy's just like an expert in his craft. It's like... Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. The equivalent of probably being like, you know, sitting there watching LeBron James, you know, dissect a basketball court, watching Peyton Manning issue a two-minute drill. Like, it just... Yeah. Guys who have complete control of their craft. That, that, that was what I was kind of admiring, and then I thought it was really funny, too. And The delivery and everything yeah. was just, I mean... Perfect. I liked that he waited until the very end to call Will Smith a bitch. Yeah, I was wondering if he was going to address it. And he's like, he's like, he's a bitch. He's like, he's like, he wanted to pick on me. He's like, Fifty Cent tried to say something to him. He didn't say nothing to Fifty. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's like, but me, yeah, he tried to come at me. 
yeah. they kind of went on a little bit longer about that. I, I thought I thought that was a nice touch. And uh, my one critique, I, I didn't think the very last joke landed as well as like a, a go home joke for me. The very last thing he said. Yeah, I was just like, you know, I was raised up to fight in front of white people. Good night. Like that was. Oh, kinda, yeah. like, I, I, yeah. thought the, I thought the dismount could have been a little bit better, but I mean, who am I to critique Chris Rock? That's just why I gave yeah. it like a nine point one instead of a. It was close to a perfect ten, but the, the dismount. I liked that uh, when he took the bow at the end. I mean, I mean, not to give away his whole act or anything, but uh, I doubt anybody's recording too much of it. Well, but, he's actually got a live showing next week, I believe. I think isn't he like partnering with Netflix for his live special? Well, I, was, doing a, I was wondering when he's going to do the special. I, someone had told me this morning that it was next week, and I want to say the first weekend of March is what I thought too. Yeah. Well, I, I hope yeah, Netflix that, is going to try to stream something. I hope that material's coming out soon because I, I want to see the special. But he does the bow at the end, and it shows all the like legendary comics that came before him and like giving their bow as he gives his bow. Oh, nice! And they show like Joan Rivers and Pryor and yeah. Patrice and all, all these the guys. other people that he, top ten. Yeah, thought of highly. Yeah, yeah. March fourth on Netflix at ten o'clock. They're doing a live thing. I haven't seen Netflix do this before, right? Live thing. Yeah, they're actually like streaming it live. Like, I guess huh. he's going to be somewhere performing at the exact moment that they're streaming it. What's the day? March fourth. So next March Saturday. March Next Saturday at ten o'clock. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But that was good. Other than that, weekend was solid. Cam, what about you? Yeah, can't complain. I'm enjoying sports again right now. Shout out to the Hawks. I'm enjoying sports again um, right now too. Vols big win over the weekend. Well, not a big win. Just a good performance over the weekend. The Hawks. Couple wins in a row. Yep, new coach. Yep. Anything Back else? In. Soccer. You got a soccer team going on. Your XFL team. Uh, or is the it just all Hawks. Atlanta United had an awesome comeback on their opener, so okay. that was super cool to watch. Um, yeah, I, I, everything was good this weekend. I, I can't. No complaints from me. Weather was solid enough. It, awesome. Yeah, all around. All around. No complaints. No complaints for me. Went to the the new spot. Um, the Yeehaw place. Oh uh, yeah. Cool spot. Cool yeah. spot. A lot of people there, I imagine. Actually, not really when I was there. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. So I was. I was very surprised by that. But yeah, it was a cool spot. That's when did you popping. go? Was it later? Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Every time I've been by there, there's been. It's just. Been yeah, I was very surprised there wasn't. I, I don't know if it was like the the weather wasn't I like perfect by any means or, but yeah. I don't know. And it's a Sunday, I guess. But yeah, it's hard to get too cool vibes. On a Sunday. Yeah. Unless the sun's out. Unless the sun's out for like the first time in a while. Yeah. The so, weather's good. People like it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, talk about the sports weekend that was. Stick with us. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio. Back in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Only 100 calories. Won't weigh you down. 5% alcohol. Get you drunk responsibly. Drink White Claw Hard Seltzer and support the people who support us. I guess we'll start with Tennessee basketball. Kind of feel like that's a story. I mean, we, we, we know Tony Vitello suspended. Maybe that's a bigger story since we went off the air. Officially suspended for this weekend series against Dayton. However, like uh, the, the thought is that it wasn't just this weekend, and we're waiting an update to see what Tennessee is going to do when it comes to kind of self-imposing a suspension on their manager. Slash coach. I don't know if in college they're called managers or coaches. I, I don't know. I know professionals that are managers, and everyone gets really mad if you don't call them managers. But Tony Vitello, head baseball coach. I call him a coach, and he can be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
You want to be a manager, go work at Target. Fair enough. Or go run the, the Buckies. And for make like $160,000. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a really good job to have. I'll go on the car wash yeah, at Bucky's. Got to commute to Crossville every day. Yeah, there'll be one. In. Isn't there one in Sevierville now? They're going to put yeah, one there. I don't one think one it's in. open yet, but say it's, it's coming. coming. Has that, have they started building that yet? I'd say yes. I don't I don't know when it's projected to open, Bo. Hmm. I'm ready for all those that get established and then make it where you can charge your electric car there because that'll be the next evolution i think i'm surprised they don't already have that i think all the i think they all have like the capability and like the circuits under it or whatever that you need i, th- I think eventually they're going to uh get that make that a thing just because you know the idea is to go in there and spend 30 40 minutes and hang out and buy a bunch of stuff but either way tennessee basketball with uh, maybe their second best offensive performance of the year i still put the home game against Mississippi State is number one, just because Tennessee just made every jump shot that night, and you know that was no, a that was, that really was nice. good defense they did did it too. But I thought on Saturday against South Carolina that was their second best offensive performance. Well, the only other one that comes to mind would be the game at South Carolina when okay. you also yeah. scored eighty five, eighty six points. I, I didn't watch any of that one, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost an identical score. I think when we went down there, we beat them eighty five forty two. And then this one, we beat them 85-45. Just absolute so, domination. Yeah, it's it just one of those games, you know. You're playing a team that you're a lot better than. I thought the big story of the game was how good Josiah Jordan-James looked in his 21 minutes off the bench. Like, all the frustrations I've kind of had towards him kind of went away the first time he came in out there and hit a jump shot. And you're like, okay, I guess I'd rather you be healthy now. Me too. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, okay, yeah. you're right. Like, let's get you 100% healthy and let's make a good march run. So if you can come out there and, and do, you know, you're not going to hit seven of your 11 shots and, and, and make it look as flawless as he did. But it was a really nice punch to have off the bench. And I thought he looked really, really good. Yeah, he looked 100% to me. I mean, he looked like a guy that he scored, what, 18 points? Yep. So, 18 points yeah. in 21 minutes on 11 shots. Like, all the efficiency and. How easy it looked, you know, all kind of, you know, jumped out and grabbed you for sure. Yeah, all the guys uh, looked pretty good. I mean, it was a, a team effort. Yeah, uh, you know, Vescovy struggled with the shot. Hopefully that's just kind of a one-off, one of nine from three. He was kind of the only guy that played that I felt like didn't play well. You didn't need him, but, you know, against better teams. And, and Tennessee's going to face a pretty good Arkansas team on Tuesday, an Arkansas team that's playing better and is healthy and gave Alabama all they wanted on Saturday at, at Alabama. So, like, mm-hmm. this Arkansas team will be a test on, on Tuesday. But no Julian Phillips as he was kind of held out again, which I'm completely fine with. Don't, don't rush him back against South Carolina if he doesn't need to be out there. Josiah, I'm sure, wanted to be out there because it's the home state team, right? He plays he's from yeah. South Carolina. I'm sure he, he wanted to go out there and kind of play against them one more time if this is going to be his last season. And get back on the court. He looked good, and I hope we get Phillips on Tuesday. Any other takeaways you had, Coach? Uh, well, by the way, we're number 12 in the poll. Correct. We fall one spot. Poll just dropped, so we're at 12th. Um, my takeaways are just, I mean, yeah, the Arkansas game obviously is uh, one that I want to win. It's it's big for, uh, could be big for seeding. Could have something to do with seeding. This week, I think if we can win both games, we'll be locked in as a three seed. Uh, 
In the S- in the NCAA tournament. In the NCAA, yeah. and all, and then also the SEC tournament. You want to try to get that double by and not have to play Thursday. And I think, I mean, we definitely got to split this week. Definitely got to split at least. Honestly, it feels like you kind of got to go two and zero. Yeah, because yeah. Missouri. I mean, it's logjam behind you. Missouri's right behind you, which you know credit to their new coach. They they've played a pretty fun style of basketball. They kind of washed away the stink from the Conzo Martin era. But Missouri's only a game behind you, and they beat you head to head. You know, in Knoxville, that that could prove to be a pretty costly, you know, deep three pointer at the buzzer. Yeah, like they're they're right behind you, and they're they're weak. They go to LSU. LSU is two and fourteen in conference. They go to LSU Herbal. and then home against Ole Miss. So like, chances should, are they're going to be eleven and seven. Should be a couple wins, yeah. Maybe LSU could pull an upset off. Maybe, it's, I guess it'd probably be their senior day. Like, maybe, although they don't have any damn seniors on their team that anybody cares about, right? They all kind of are new transfers. But maybe LSU has something. Maybe. But, yeah, like, otherwise you're going to need to beat Arkansas, and then you're going to need to go down and beat Auburn. Who Auburn, you know, probably still a tournament team, but Auburn needs Pesky. Auburn needs some wins. They suck. Well, Auburn yeah, plays. They're not, they're not good. Auburn plays Alabama this week too, yeah. so they're probably going to get lost number eight. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm not so much worried about that as much as like I said, Missouri hopping you. And that game should be at Alabama, I believe. It is at Alabama. Yeah. It is. Yeah, and then you got Vandy sitting there also at seven losses. Believe it or not, they have put together a little run. Well, if Vandy could do um, us a solid, the Tennessee could still get to three in the SEC, like because Vandy. Mm. Vandy goes, I believe, to Kentucky yeah. on Wednesday. And It'll be tough to win that. That'll be tough to win that. But if they can do you a solid, then maybe Tennessee could pass Kentucky despite having been swept by them because Kentucky, which is kind of frustrating because this Kentucky team, they're playing better, but we, we still didn't think of them as very good. They go I think to Arkansas I think they're good. on their last day. So, you know, if Vanderbilt could do you a solid, then – I like my chances of Arkansas beating Kentucky in mm-hmm. in Bud Walton. So there's still a couple of permutations for Tennessee. The highest they could get is three, and I guess they could drop as low as, what, six? Well, if Vanderbilt and Arkansas both beat Kentucky, I guess we could get to three, right? Yeah, that's what I said. You could get as high as three, and I guess you could get – I guess you could fall way below Arkansas, really, if Arkansas wins their next two. And beat you head to head, and they'd have a tiebreaker over you. Well, if we lost to Auburn too, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you go zero and two, then Auburn passes you, or it, you know, gets tied with you. Yeah, I mean, you could, depending on how the week goes, you could drop. I, yeah. I would like to get that double bye in the SEC tournament for It'll sure. At least get the four spot, you know. But if uh, Tennessee goes two and zero, they will be at least uh, a four seed. So, yeah. like, you get the double bye in that scenario, which is good. And if you go one and one, you could maybe still get it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like if you go one and one, but. Yeah. You'd have to basically beat beat Missouri, or excuse me, beat uh, beat Auburn and have Missouri lose to LSU. I do want to beat Arkansas. Vandy lose to <clears throat> I always like beating Arkansas. Sure. They're going to be hungry, though. They have they need a good quality win, too, they because they don't really have – they they won at Rupp, and they beat San Diego State early in the year on a neutral floor. But otherwise, they don't really have quality wins. Yeah, uh, Arkansas, I mean, I feel like – They're trying to improve their NCAA seed. Yeah, I was going to say I feel like they're safe to be in the tournament. Yeah, they're, they're in 14th it. in the net ranking, but like they only have three quad one wins. I was looking at Auburn. I think Auburn only has two. So, like, both of your opponents this week, 
give you a chance to get quad one wins, but they're both kind of desperate for a quality win themselves. Like Tennessee, we saw it with Kentucky, kind of a resume maker, right? Like you, yeah. If you could beat Tennessee, especially if you're Arkansas and beat them at home, that's a big, big boost for you. Arkansas, I mean, I, I think they're solidly in the tournament, but they're not. Uh, they're not a very high seed. Mm-hmm. They are. Latest bracketology had them at eight. Yeah. Which the latest so, bracketology and ESPN had Tennessee in a really favorable spot. I thought with uh, with their matchup. I think it was like Eastern Washington. Then you play the winner of San Diego State and someone, and then like your your two seed in that region's Kansas State. So like I feel like lock me in. I feel like a lot of people would look at that and say we'll take our chances there. But you know I, I'm I'm excited for this this week of basketball. You got two games that matter. Like I said, two quad one opportunities. I'm hoping that Phillips is back on Tuesday. I want to see that lineup that kind of, you know, has him. And I like this Meshack that's driving the ball to the rim. I thought he played another good offensive game. 14 points, six rebounds. I want to see a lineup with those two out there together. Uh, Josiah, where you kind of could just switch, you know, two through four. And really hound people defensively. I think the lineups, you know, can get a little bit more uh, creative whenever, whenever – all three of those guys are back and healthy. I think it's a good opportunity week to get a little bit of uh, confidence, too, because, you know, these are at least good teams you're going to have to play this week. Yep. Like South, I said. South Carolina was not a good team. Two quad one opportunities. And Tennessee right now is 6-5 and five against quad one, which is okay. But if you can get to, you know, 8-5, and five, that'd be a pretty good resume. You would be, you know, among the top, Eight teams, you'd be behind only uh, Alabama and uh, Kansas, who is a ridiculous fifteen and five against Quad One. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Kansas with the ridiculous twenty games against uh, what you consider good opponents, and they've won seventy five percent of them. That's uh, that's pretty stout. Yeah, oh yeah. So Tennessee drops to number twelve. Not a huge deal there. Don't really care about where they are in the AP ranking. It's more about, like, can they get out and play good basketball? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go out there and uh, play well. That game, uh, you can get into the game tomorrow. I'm sh- I think I'll go to the game because tickets are as low as $4. Really? Yeah, it's a 9 o'clock game on a oh, Tuesday. Yeah. So. yeah, it's late. 9 o'clock on a Tuesday, nobody's really beating down the door to get in there, you know. Yeah, that is late. <laughs> that yeah. is late. So I don't know, don't know how our home advantage will be. Probably uh, not very good. Yeah, Probably not very good. Doesn't seem like it. We'll see. I guess who goes through the senior day festivities. Mm, yeah. The only one I've seen them like. Well, I guess the only one I noticed that they were promoting so far was Uros. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't see if anybody else was getting promoted for senior day yet i just saw one tweet about sending big big you home S- sending him out as a winner sending him back to serbia sending him back sending him him, him, out, him out as a winner and talked about you know how much passion he has for the program and all that which i think is true but if they posted that about some other players i missed it cam what about you how do you feel about this team right now just a kind of a nothing burger after our south carolina i mean just kind of yeah it doesn't down. really change my because yeah. south carolina like we've we've talked about is uh 
just a very, very bad team. So that's what you're supposed to do to teams like that, and they did it. So that's yeah. a good sign. Obviously, it was good that you didn't let them come in here and you struggle with them. Um, that obviously would have been a red flag. But, yeah, like you guys mentioned, it's a, it's a pretty decent week that you can get back to – Playing the way you want to play against good teams, solid teams, and uh, yeah, earn that confidence back a little bit. Not just with the team, but with the fan base as well, I feel like. Um, so, this is a pretty big week. You want that confidence going into the SEC tournament? You know, obviously, you have a shot there. It's not like you've, you've beaten the top teams in the league. So, you, you should have a uh, really good shot of having a possibility to win the SEC tournament. So, you want to be playing well going into that. So, big week coming up. They should be all right, though. I think they'll be fine. It's nice. Josiah looked great, like you guys mentioned, coming back. So I think that's big that he's going to be back for this uh, little stretch run here. I would be disappointed with either loss this week. Like, if Tennessee yeah. loses to Arkansas at home, I'd be disappointed. And if they lost to the Auburn team on the road, I would be yeah. bummed about that, too, because I think Auburn's bad. Yeah, they're playing awful right now. I, I don't know how big of a deal the you know getting a top-four seed actually is in the SEC tournament because I wouldn't be worried about the Thursday matchup, mm-hmm. but it would just be another day added to your legs, right? Like, if you if you want to yeah. win the conference tournament, and maybe people don't actually care about that this year since the, since the uh, drought is over. I want to win it. I think it would be cool to win back-to-back. I think it would be cool just to show that, oh, yeah, we actually do have the best team in the SEC, and mm-hmm. we, we can beat Alabama again in the semifinals if we have to, and, you know, we, we – are good when healthy. I think that'd be really cool. I don't know if it would help you in the NCAA tournament or not, though. Having you know an extra day on your legs, maybe beneficial would actually lose early in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Because um, I mean, winning it last year didn't help you. But I mean, at this point, I just want as much positive reinforcement for the boys as we can get. Cam, send us a break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. Back on the program, Tennessee back up to number four in the Kim Palm rankings. They bounced back. There were six last week. 96 Bulls. No one says that but you. I don't know why you keep saying that. No, no one, no one says that. Best team since the 96 Bulls. Well, this team broke. This team has broken a lot of Tennessee records. When you're talking about best Tennessee team ever, they've broken a lot of records on just beating opponents down. Not saying that means that they are the best team in Tennessee history, but. It was kind of wild to look at the SEC standings and just see that Tennessee is leading the way. Despite having six losses, they are leading the way in the country with a plus 15.1 point differential in, in conference in the SEC. Is that right? Alabama, who is 15-1 and one in conference, they only have a point differential of an average of 14.2 points per game. Even with that big, like what they, they beat like two teams by forty also. Yeah. They beat over two, Vandy. obviously, but like yeah, they beat Vandy by fifty-seven. Yeah. And then they beat Georgia down that one game. Yeah, I thought that was crazy to see that despite having five fewer losses, Tennessee still has a better point differential. Well, that is impressive, and when you look through the bad teams that we've beaten on the schedule, we have really Which beat them might, up. This might be just for the entire country. Or like your entire schedule and not SEC schedule. That would make more sense because I'm looking. The more I look mm. at it, like Mississippi only has a negative one point differential and they're three and thirteen in the SEC. Uh, okay, yeah. well, that so that's it's definitely schedule, for you. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely for every one of your games. Well, we the Tennessee schedule. I mean, I don't know where it ranks compared to Alabama's, but it's been you know not necessarily easy. You look know, at just quad one opponents. Yeah, Tennessee's, oh, sure. Tennessee's played eleven and. 
Alabama's played 13, so, you know, I guess their schedule's maybe been a little bit tougher. They went to Houston. This team's done some impressive things, like, defensively, for sure. I mean, the, the fact that we've held, what, 10 opponents under 40 points, or under, uh, or in the 40s, I believe? I think that's what I heard Bob say after the the game Saturday. I think we've held 10 opponents in the 40s, and it looks like 1, 2, uh, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that's on track. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, ten times we've held a team in the forties this year. That's pretty good. Yeah, and no, the defense still ranks number one in the country. I have been a little bit disappointed. We've not held anyone under forty. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool to hold somebody to like 36, you know. I think if you're going to hold somebody to 36, that means that you're probably only going to score like 50, though. Like, I feel like if you're going to have a game where your opponent scores fewer than 40 points. That Auburn game, I was a little surprised it got in the 40s. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> got to be one of those games where it's just really, really ugly, a lot of shot clock violations, and a lot of missed shots. Although, I guess Tennessee did, you know, only give up 45 to South Carolina, and they still looked pretty good offensively. We held there. Georgia down. They only scored 41. That would have been our best opportunity yeah. to keep them under 40. Sure. South Carolina both times. I mean, we just uh, we've beaten them this year by a combined eighty three points. That's that's pretty good <laughs> matchup against the team. We we paid them back for that football deal. You feel even in that exchange? <clears throat> no. Yeah, I was gonna say. No. I don't think it's Not payback even close. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you see that they have a Final Four in the last decade. Mm. Yeah, but I don't like you're not trading with their program right no no it's not that extreme but because so the people who are like obsessed with like well we gotta win in the march gotta win in march is one year like would you trade your program for south carolina's over the last just what 10 years no because they've been that that team that made the final four also uh, correct me if i'm wrong but they weren't like expected to do anything no they were they, i want to say they, they seed. Yeah, I was going to say, they weren't even a really good team. Is that so, right? Were they an eight seed? I, I think that's right. But, yeah, they were definitely not expected to be there. So they really weren't even a good team. I want to say right. they I mean, got, they were decent. I want to say they kind of – there was something, but maybe it was the Elite Eight game and not the second round. But I want to say, like, Duke was really complaining about having to play, basically, as the top seed – play South Carolina, like, next to their campus. Like, it was very, very close for South Carolina. It was pretty close. I do remember that. And, like, um, everyone was very mad about that. But I don't remember if it was the second round or if that was a Elite Eight game or what. If Duke would be like, the two seed maybe. Or maybe South Carolina was a seven seed and seven eight seed. I seven. It was a seven, yeah. Okay. It was, it was a seven seed because I do remember that seven ten. Okay. Yeah. Which I do have a uh, – I, I guess he's from South Carolina and from Columbia, but, like, do wonder like how Gigi Jackson feels. He was the number six ranked <clears throat> prospect in the country. We talk a lot about five stars like coming to Tennessee and not looking like five stars, but this guy was like supposed to be a top six player in the country. And like when I watch him play for South Carolina, like it looks like he's not even out on the court. That game South Carolina beat Duke was in Greenville, South Carolina. Right. So was that an Elite so Eight game? That was uh I believe that was the second round game. Well, that's what I'm asking. Do you have the the answer? Because that was either I couldn't remember if it was an Elite Eight game or a second round. It was a second round game. Okay. Yeah. Do you have their path up there? What year was that? They beat Marquette as a 10 seed in the first round. Okay. Then they beat Duke, who was the two seed in so the was, second round. Okay, so what, they were a seven seed, but they okay, Duke was the two seed. Okay, and then who, who else they beat? Uh, they beat Baylor, the three seed in the Sweet 16, and then they beat the four seed Florida in the Elite Eight Okay. in the Garden. So they had a pretty pretty good run there. Yeah. 
But outside of that, they've been very, very terrible at basketball. So, like, would you? Would any of you trade it? Mm, no. Hey, you get to beat Duke, no, no. Baylor. Final Four is pretty cool, though. Final Four is cool. You mean trade our entire last like Just ten, last years, 10 years, years? Yeah. It does always end in heartbreak. No, I don't think you trade. The Final Four would end in heartbreak too. They, I mean, I guess we'll say we've had, we'll say just since Barnes got here, I guess, so 2015. Like South Carolina has been ranked twice, 19th and 16th. They made it to the Final Four, though. That's the only year of the last. I mean, really, that's the only year of the last uh, since 2005, which is kind of crazy to me. Mm-hmm. 18 years they've made the tournament once, and it was that year they went to the Final Four. Eesh. That's the only time they made the tournament, according to SportsReference.com, who is usually really? pretty good at tracking this. Is what it says. I mean, I believe that because if you think about it, I can never, I, I can't think of any. <laughs> Two thousand four, they made it to the first round and lost as a ten seed. I don't think I would want that. Yeah, I mean, unless you also were to throw in like you win double digits in football every year, then I'd take it. You can trade with the, you could be their football program in the last ten years if you want to. Nah, no, no, no. I mean, they did they did win the you SEC get both East programs. And what year was that? They won the East. That thirteen, twenty ten, third. I guess that was. I was yeah. Thirteen was the year we beat them yeah. on the because Cam uh, Newton beat them. Yeah. beat them down. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like, Missouri, but that was South Carolina. Yeah, Auburn also beat them down, right? Mm-hmm. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they were there in twenty ten. So you can go back to twenty ten and switch football programs too if you want. No, no, I don't want to do that. That's absurd yeah, to me. That that's, that's correct, though, because I'm looking at their tournament history. The last time they made the tournament before that was 2004. It's kind of wild, I mean, not to do a whole segment on South Carolina basketball, but in 2016, they went 25-9 and and 11-7 and in conference and did not make the tournament. What? I guess that would have been like when the SEC was at its worst in terms of quality, but you would think 11-7 and 11 and 7 and 25-9 and overall. I remember that yeah. year their non-conference was absolutely nothing. It's like they got they had no strength of schedule, but still, like it's kind of wild to see that that night in the tournament. South crazy. Carolina had not even won a tournament game since 1973, and that was oh, when. Wow! It, and, oh wow! And that was when yeah, it I don't was, want to trade for that. Yeah, it was the round of 25, the second round, and then the regional third place the game. Round of 25? How the hell is a round I, of 25? I don't know. I don't know what that was. They beat Southwest Louisiana, Memphis State, <laughs> Texas Tech. Like that was 1973. So I don't. It wasn't even the Jeez, same. That was their first win since then. Yeah, it wasn't even the same tournament. What in the world? So then, yeah, the last time they made it was two thousand four. They lost in the round of sixty four to Memphis. I wonder if that was back when the NIT was bigger than the NCAA tournament. I don't know, but they lost in the round of sixty four four straight times oh. from eighty nine to oh four. So yeah, that twenty seventeen run for them was. I didn't realize how futile it had been. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they've been completely irrelevant. But I mean. they got a Final Four better, and that's what everybody says matters. So would you, I'm asking, would you trade it? Be cool to have. Not if it was the only thing in your rafters, though. <laughs> just like <laughs> Final just Four, one 2017. That's it. Just hanging alone. Yeah, they don't even have Sweet Sixteen banners or anything. <laughs> I mean, so I'm saying nothing. They have. I, I guess if I was them, I would just hang a banner for each win that tournament run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beat Duke. Yeah. yeah. 72 to 67 or whatever it was. What a win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because other than that, you got to go back to 73 and 
that doesn't even seem like the tournament. They beat Southwest so Louisiana. That, that, that might be when the NIT was out. Yeah, that might have been a whole different, like, Southwest Louisiana. I don't even know if that was NCAA sanctioned back then. I didn't even know there was a Southwest It Louisiana. says NCAA tournament results, so I guess those count as the NCAA tournament. But, yeah, they've been irrelevant. So, no, I would not take that trade as much as I would like to. We're at least relevant. So Over the last 20 years, we're a pretty good yeah. program. Like It says mid-1980s. That's when the NIT became a secondary tournament. So, yeah, they were, so they were in the secondary tournament in 73, basically? Yeah, this says the NCAA overtook the NIT around 71. So, like, I guess that is officially, like, two different things. I, I trust this one a little bit more because 71 makes more sense. That's when it declared teams with NCAA invites couldn't choose to play in the NIT instead. So basically, like if you got mm-hmm. invited to the tournament, maybe back then you're like, nah, I don't want to go to the NCAA tournament. We're going to go to the NIT." <laughs> and then seventy one's like, "No, you can't. If you come, if you get invited to the tournament, you got to play." Now they just call it the not invited tournament. That's what I called it my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go to break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. It was a wild week of college basketball this weekend. I believe between the men's and women's, I saw that there were 18 buzzer beaters. Yeah, March Madness getting started a couple weeks early. One of them cost me a lot of money. Uh, I had a, 18 buzzer for some beaters. Reason I threw Arizona money line into a, a parlay Ooh. and everything else hits. And the three quarter court heave. Arizona State. Ooh. At the buzzer by Arizona State was the only loss on there. So that, that was kind of tough to swallow. But it was one of those you just kind of laugh at. I was like, well, I'm an idiot for throwing a minus 800 team on the money line. That's dumb. <laughs> like, why did I do that? That does always get me. <laughs> I usually don't do it. I usually don't do it, but I go. Uh, on Saturday, I was looking at the board, and I was like, ah, there's not really any games I like, so I was like, let's go throw these early favorites into a parlay, and we'll just take our chances. And then at, like, 2 o'clock, all those games started at 2 o'clock, and then, like, at 3 o'clock, I'm looking, and, like, Alabama's down 8 at half against Arkansas. I'm like, well, that's a loss. Arizona's in a dogfight at Arizona State. I'm like, that's a loss. I'm going to lose Ooh. both of them. And then <laughs> comes through, and then Kansas survives a heart, uh, scare, and then the other two hit pretty easy. But the buzzer beaters got me. That's gambling. Pretty wild weekend, though, like you said. Yeah, I thought I don't want to go. I don't want to sound uh, too woke or whatever. But oh, I thought here he goes. What am I going to say? Let's hear. It. I don't know. No, let's hear. It. You say here he goes. Something. Woke. What am I going to say? Let's well, hear. It. You just said something. Woke. Well, let's hear. What do you think I'm going to say? You said here I go. What am I going to say? You're going to say. Um, let's see. I I thought some of the chants were problematic. When have, I the, ever, when have I ever said I that? I thought some of the student chants were problematic. When have I ever said that? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what you're going to say. You was, just said you were going to say something woke. Well, I was going to say one that some, some that um, people might roll their eyes and say, not a real sport. Woke, 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 woke. But like, I thought the coolest one was Caitlin Clark. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin Clark was... was That's better. not too woke. Okay. I thought the coolest one was her just because, like, she's Steph Curry of women's basketball, you, and she beat number two Indiana mm-hmm. in, like, a moment. Like, you know she's getting the ball, and she's putting it up, and then she drains it. And I was like, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you layered that into a larger discussion about women's representation in sports, yeah. it might get a little woke. No, not not doing that. 
Just wanted to say that I thought hers was the coolest just because I thought she was the only, like, superstar who actually hit it. And you can argue about, well, she's a superstar if no one wants to win basketball. Well, she's one of the biggest in her sport. Yeah, she's been a viral sensation in the last, like, three years. And, A, I was surprised she's still at school. Maybe she's having trouble. You you don't leave early in women's basketball. Yeah, I I I guess I'm surprised (laughs) that she just became a star so early. And then, yeah, just. uh, Thought she'd be a draft pick. And then, yeah, just for her to have the moment where, like, they're down two. You know she's getting the ball, and then she drains mm-hmm. it. It was pretty cold. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. And then you realize, oh, it's the number two team in the country they just beat. They only had one loss going into that game. Yeah. The Florida State Madden one, though, was also pretty cool. That yeah. that was maybe one of the worst defensive possessions I've ever seen in a game. <laughs> As Florida State, I guess, was like, hey, we're only up one, so like, let's not give up a layup. And a guy fakes inside, and the defender runs under the basket, and then the guy takes like four steps out. Catches a wide open pass, inbound pass at the three point line, and just drains it. And everybody in Miami's going crazy. As I believe it was it a 10 win, 11 win Florida State team. Uh, yeah, they're really bad this year. Gets the ball at the court and hits like a little lefty, is pretty but also ugly, like a little lefty three point shot at the buzzer, and it goes in. And Florida State's celebrating as if they had just won a championship. And you're like, well, you technically are still like eight games under 500, but they're like, <laughs> goodbye, see you guys later. And you're like, well, that's actually also kind of cool, I guess, that they get to. Uh, Celebrate something. Good for Leonard Hamilton. Have a nice little win. Yeah. Yeah. How far did they fall in the AP top twenty-five? Do we do we have a list? Because Miami was like ranked right there with us. They were thirteenth, I believe. Okay. So you you mean in the new poll where? Yeah, yeah. How far did they fall? Because I thought that was. Let's take a look. That's bad loss. Obviously, a really bad loss, and I I wasn't sure if they were actually good or if they just had kind of. I didn't, I didn't know how their record was so good because I haven't watched yeah. any Miami basketball. They're but. 16th. Okay. So they get solid. Much. I've heard the ACC's not very good anymore. Well, that's why I was wondering. Like, are they legitimate or are they just like They got really good guards. ACC? So I, They're I wouldn't be surprised if they six. win a couple tournament games because they, they got a veteran guard. They have that uh, Nigel Pack guy that yeah. they kind of wanted. Oh, yeah. He got all the, the NIL money from yeah. what was it, Kansas State. Yeah. Which Kansas State would be really good if he'd have stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Miami's twenty three and six, same record as us. If you don't count the buzzer beaters, so they're seven and four against quad win as well. They just have a, a quad four loss, which is probably that Florida State yeah, game, oh, and a, sure. a quad three loss, which I don't know who that would be. But they had done seven in a row until that loss. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was looking at. They so, lost uh, Georgia Tech's probably quad three at Georgia Tech. They've lost at Pitt, at Duke, at NC State, at Georgia Tech. Yeah, I think I think Georgia Tech and Florida State are the two bad ones. Yeah, they're just not great on the road. Maryland, it seems like. Maryland, Maryland got them. Okay. Not great Besides on the road that, like, or at home against Florida State. Yeah. Speaking of guards, like it does seem like if you have good guards that you you can beat Purdue. Mm-hmm. Purdue kind of taking on water despite not really falling in the rankings. They've lost, I believe, two of their last six. Or they've lost four of their last six. They're two and four. Mm-hmm. And Indiana got them again at home. I thought mm-hmm. that was an awesome win for Mike Woodson. Yeah. And it seems like Indiana's just got some tough guards, and it doesn't look like that Purdue knows how to stop anybody with guards. In a potential like lead eight matchup, I don't know if Tennessee would have the guards to bother Purdue, but like it seems like that's the key. Yeah, is that they can't really guard is anybody. Purdue's two and four over their last six. Yeah, yet they're still ranked fifth in the country. Yeah, they haven't really fallen and been uh, punished too much for it. I don't guess any of the losses were necessarily bad. And they do have nine quad one wins, but you know, the, if you're looking at just recent trends, they have fallen. They've fallen off the one line, I think. They are the fifth team in the net ranking, and I want to say Kim Palm's moved them down quite a bit as well. They are uh, down to six there. So, how the hell is Marquette ranked sixth with six losses? Twenty-three and six. They play bro. a tough schedule. Yeah, at this point, everybody's got uh, 
you know, a handful of losses at least. The Big East has been good this year. It's been a dogfight. Although I are they just like on a big winning streak because they're they're five and five against Quad One? Nothing, nothing special. Yeah, I mean they've won four, five. They've won nine of their last ten. Okay, Marquette's a good basketball program, and Shaka Smart probably still getting a little bit of respect, especially when those two are combined. Great, great career decision by him yeah. to leave yeah. before Texas fired him and just get like a better a better setup for him. Not saying a better job, but it does seem like he made the right decision as now they're back kind of. Marquette has like no bad losses either. Yeah. Like their worst one is maybe Mississippi State or Wisconsin, but outside of that, it's it's all good losses. Hour one in the books. We'll kick off hour two of headlines.